You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1,169. Giving employees a boost in productivity rather than struggles can be hard to find. But look no further. There is an, indeed a formula to drive employee productivity. TeamNet has been recognized in the top 20 most promising tools in this area. Nick Panwar, CEO, is here to break down the formula to get your workplace environment towards the encouraging side of life. Nick, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Thank you so much, Rick. It's good to have you here. Thank you so much. All right, so let's start with a little bit about you. You know, we have CEOs and entrepreneurs uh, listening to the radio show. I'd like to set context. Is, is there a, can you share your background or an interesting story? Let us learn a little bit more about you before we talk about Team Knit. Absolutely. Well, I started as a marine engineer and uh, fixed a lot of ships and all this stuff. But uh, later on, I said, okay, this is not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I started moving away and I went to the college and got my business degree. And then I started working for a lot of uh, big companies. Uh, in the UK, in Middle East, in Canada, in USA. Mm. And then I thought, okay, let's get started our own thing. And that's where I started my first IT company in UK and Dubai. Interesting. And uh, later on, I sold that one for about uh, nearly half a million, over a half a million. Uh, I started with the three employees and um, uh, got up to the 79 employees before mm. I sold it. And then I got this idea and then I started with this one as well about three years ago, and here we are now. Okay, that's exciting. So let's talk about uh, Team Knit then. Who are the clients that you are approaching? Who are the? What's the right niche? And then we'll talk about Team Knit in a second. What it does and who, how, what makes it special. But who do you sell it to, and who's using it? Well, apparently, uh, it's all starting from employees, right? More employees means bigger the problem every organization has. So what we are doing is that, you know, where the companies where have a lot of processes in place, mm-hmm. there are a lot of, uh, you know, communications going on between the teams, but the teams are not sitting in the one place, right? They are overseas, they are in different offices and everything. Okay. And this tool is fantastic for them. And usually it's the retail and the logistics companies are the ones they are benefit most out of this tool because they have a lot of teams. They are interdependent to each other. Okay. And most important thing is that, you know, they are not close to each other. Someone sitting in a different place, in different part of the world. Mm-hmm. Someone is uh, sitting, you know, uh, in different building, maybe in the same city or same country, but it's completely different. Okay. So it benefits all these companies, those who have a lot of processes, and their teams are sitting all over the place. And what is it that, What's the secret sauce then? What is, we've, I've said the name Team Knit a few times, but we haven't talked about what it is. I read a little bit about it in the open, but uh, tell our audience what Team Knit is and what it's designed to do. Well, Team Knit is all about the productivity. You know, we did a lot of research that, you know, when everybody talks about the productivity, they come out with a completely different stories. You know, they tell, okay, if you have a, a messaging app using your Teams, and you become productive, and somebody says that, you know, if you use a project management tool, your teams become productive. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. There are four main pillars where we 
thought that, you know, if we combine these four pillars, then there's a real productivity that, you know, you can get from your uh, employees. Okay. The first thing is, you know, these four things are, first thing, your how they communicate with each other. So it's a communication, execution, how they work, and then knowledge, how knowledgeable they are, mm-hmm. and most important thing is how engaged they are. If you improve these four things in your company, within your employees, you get the real productivity. Okay, so so let's let's peel that back a little bit, and we're talking here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Um, let's start with the first pillar. W- what is the actual thing that they do with TeamNet that helps in that area? What we do with the, uh, communication is that, you know, we give them a very organized communication. You know, like uh, people, they're using emails. Yes. People, they are using instant messaging. Yes. They're all in the different platforms. Okay. And what happens is that, you know, there's a one thread. You're talking about millions of things. And plus, what happens is all the other people are in that channel or whatever you call it. Are there, And they're reading all these messages. They are not even relevant to them. So what we are giving it to them is that, you know, we give them under the topic instant messaging where you add people, those who are relevant to those topics. Okay. And this way, they reduce their unnecessary messaging a lot. You know, according to the research, 33% of the, uh, you know, population, they just read unnecessary messages Hmm. every single day. So this is what we are trying to do to reduce unnecessary messages. If this message is relevant to you, you should read it. If not... You shouldn't be reading these messages because they waste your time. Right. And you would you not even see it then if it's not relevant to you? Is that what you're saying? That exactly, the tool, the tool yeah. Because every conversation that? is under the topic. Mm-hmm. You know, topic is, for example, is the customer service is a topic. You add your customer service people, those who are uh, front face of the customers. Sure. You know, and you add them and then you talk to them. And within the subtopic, if let's say there is a particular customer that you're talking about within the, in the customer service team, then you just add another subtopic under that topic. Okay. Everything is under one screen so you don't have to switch back here and there. Okay. And the reason we give the emails in there is that most of the times, how many times, Rick, you send an email to somebody and telling them, can you do this for me? And then they forget about that email. Mm. So we help them to create the task and create the topics from those emails so you don't have to run around like a headless chicken okay. for your, all these emails that you are scattered around. So, so I know that you're not the only executive that's in TeamNet. I know that you have a team and quite important people. Can we talk a little bit about the people behind the curtain? You're a customer-facing, client-facing. You're the f- face of the company here on the radio show podcast. But who else is standing behind you? Might be even listening right now. Well, apparently, it's uh, one of a beautiful lady called Aisha. She is a CTO. Okay. And she happened to be my wife as well. So it's a family business. It's a kind of, you say that it's a family business, but there are a lot of other people involved in that one. Sure. And we are also, since we are uh, talking to some big guys about the partnerships and everything, so we are looking to bring a lot of people in there with a the different expertise so who can help us with all these things. Mm-hmm. My background, as you mentioned, that, you know, sales and marketing. Aisha is proper CTO. She has a technology. She's the one who built this tool from the scratch. Okay. You know, and uh, her story on the LinkedIn was published as well a couple of right. uh, days ago as well. So Aisha is the number two that, you know, who has been looking after all these things. Technically, she's the one who is behind all the development and everything. 
And then we have our customer service people. Lisa, uh, she's a customer director. She is doing a fantastic job for us as well. You know, we are all these big enterprise companies. Uh, she's the one who's been talking to them and everything. And she's the one who's been solving the problem for them. Mm. She's not only helping them to use TeamNet, but she's also doing some consultancy work for them, you know, on additional to using the TeamNet as well. Excellent. Uh, um, so if someone is trying to solve a problem, what problem would you tell them they should think about TeamNet to help solve at a high level? Just because we're talking to CEOs and business owners who are looking to squeeze more productivity out of their companies every day in a positive way. Yep. How, what problem do you solve for that? We uh, solve two problems. One is the big problem. Other one comes as a benefit to that other thing as well. Okay. At the moment, all these companies are using four to six different tools to get their work done. You know, that's an instant messaging app, project management app, employee engagement app, knowledge sharing app, file sharing app, and all sorts of apps they are using it at the moment. What happens to that is that, you know, people get frustrated when using this one. When do you get frustrated? When you don't find the things. Right. Once you have so many tools and you have to look for the thing, right. you know, going through all where the, did, where, yeah. you right. know, you get absolutely frustrated with the, all the information you can't find. It. Okay. And the most important thing is that, you know, uh, some of our customers, they're saying that, you know, oh, people are hiding behind these apps. When we send a message to some one app, they say, "Oh, I didn't see that one," <laughs> you know, right. because I, I I looked at the other one, and you know. Um, so this is how it is that you know people get frustrated, and then they say, "Oh my God, do I have to log into all these apps every single day and check what is going on and mm -hmm. everything?" And the most important thing uh, for the managers and CEOs is costing. It all costs them a lot of money. Mm. So we usually save up to sixty percent. You know, because what you need to run your business, we give you all the tools, but at one single platform. Okay. And that's powerful enough to run your business. And then at the end, you pay for one tool, you use one tool, and you don't have to pay for all these tools. So it saves you a lot of money as well. Okay. So that paints a very compelling picture, and thank you for doing that. Um, I, I, you're a serial entrepreneur. You said you started a, a company and you had a successful exit. Um Let's talk about the challenge of being an entrepreneur, or at least entrepreneurship from your perspective. What, what, what does that word mean to you? What, what have you learned? You know, can you just share a little bit of insight in that area? Absolutely. Entrepreneurship is never give up. If you give up, you are not an entrepreneur. There will be so many mornings every single week or maybe every single month that you think, Oh my God, it's not going to happen. You right. know, I better give up and I start looking for a job. Right. You know, so I always believe in one thing that, you know, there is always a solution for every single problem. And if you are committed and dedicated and you know what you're doing, you know, it's simple. But if you start listening to other people, because you find so many free opinions, hmm. free advices, I would say just ignore all these. Okay. You know, because when you first started, what did you say to yourself? This is the problem. I'm trying to solve this problem. I have to do it. So initially, I give you the real story. Initially, when we first started business, me and Aisha had a handsome salary coming in every month, you know, from the, some big giants that we used to work for. Suddenly stopped. Mm. And then after three months later, we said, oh, my God, 
there's nothing coming in. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I would um, I would say that entrepreneurship is all about the struggle, but it's the struggle that you should love. Mm. You know, if you think it's just a struggle and hard work, entrepreneurship is not for you. Right. I was just talking with someone yesterday who had a, like me, had a long corporate career, and we were talking about how much more challenging being an entrepreneur is over being a corporate person who's climbing the corporate ladder. It, our, our experience was it requires a lot more of you, the whole you, to be a successful entrepreneur. Where in a corporate world, you can almost turn it on and turn it off to some degree, but that, that's not my experience being an entrepreneur. No, absolutely. I totally agree with you. What happens in the, uh, you know, when you're working for someone, you've been doing this job for so many years. Entrepreneurship, you're not doing your one job. You know, you are a customer service person. You are a CEO. At the same time, you are an admin clerk. Right. You know, you, right. You're doing so many things. You're wearing so many hats at the one time. You're doing accounts. You're doing finance. You do all sorts of things, which you don't do when you are working for a corporate company. Yes. You know, you've been learning all these things. Then the thing, oh, you are ready now to go one step further. Then they put you in the first, you know, in the next stage. And all these things happening in here. No, you right. don't know what the stages are. Right. Every single day is different for you. Right. You know, you're not doing all these things which you've been doing every single day in the corporate uh-huh. world. So it's it's absolutely different. Totally agree. So I'm talking with Nick Panwar. He is, can I say, co-founder of yeah. TeamNet? Co-founder of TeamNet. We're talking about not only his experience as an entrepreneur, but his company and the products that they serve as well. Um, I wonder if you might be able to share with us a recent decision that you made that had an outcome that was different than what you had intended it to be. Yeah, I mean, we started taking a lot of salespeople, uh, you know, in law, and we thought that, you know, okay, let's expand our sales force, field sales force, uh, and we thought that, you know, we're going to be knocking on the doors, and then we'll be talking to people, and then it will uh, expedite the growth. Right. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. Why? Because we think that, you know, dynamics of the SaaS business is completely different. Hmm. I was trying to do something different. So I just tell my other co-founders of the SaaS company that, you know, look, you didn't try this. This is why you're not successful. But unfortunately, it didn't go very well. Okay. But, you know, this is very important that you make decisions. When you fail, it's very important. Success never gives you anything. Hmm. Your failures it's all, everything about your failures. They give you every single thing. Okay. Now I know where should I spend, should be spending my money now. Okay. You know, before that, I didn't know that. So, yeah, that was a decision that, you know, we thought, you know, is going to be great for the company, but it turned out to be not. Okay. And how long did it take you to decide that? I mean, how long did you live in that world before you realized you needed to pivot? Um, I think it was about four to five months. Okay. And that, you know, we start doing it and we try different, different methods, uh-huh. you know, with the different, different people and turn out to be, this is not the case that, you know, it's the dynamics is completely different. Mm. And it's not a uh, thing. And plus the way the people are buying at the moment is completely different. Most of the buying is happening on the digital platforms. You know, mm. it's not happening just uh, like before that, you know, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I call myself an old person, but, you know, um, I've got a lot of experience. I have seen those days when I used to pick up the briefcase and then start knocking on the doors of right. people and yeah. then telling them, buddy, you know, this is a fantastic product. Just take it. Right. I think those days have gone. Okay. Now it's uh, uh, videos and your uh, 
all these, especially in different different platforms. They do a lot of brand awareness for you. People can see every single day. It's all about I think content strategy mm. is more important than that. You know, having the uh, salespeople. Excellent. We're talking with Nick Panwar. We got a few more questions here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Can you share with our audience where you go to get outside perspectives and insights on the challenges you face within TeamNet? Yeah, I mean, it's always the first thing I uh, turn back to is my family. But obviously, uh, not necessarily they know every single thing. But I, the one thing I always tell uh, my co-founders and other business people as well, that, you know, uh, CEO pair groups are the fantastic, if you guys have a time, I think this is the fantastic platform where you uh, meet a lot of like-minded people. Right. You know, and they and share, like my uh, lesson that I learned after spending about over $100,000, you know, and I learned that message, I might have given that one now to somebody for free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can learn from each other's experience, can't we, Nick? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, without spending, uh, you know, any any serious amount of money. Yeah. You know, you know that somebody else did it, couldn't do it. Either you do it in a different way or don't do it. Right. You're right. Learn from their past mistakes. I, I think experience is the best teacher, but in business, some lessons are best learned vicariously through the experiences of others. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I mean, what all these people are doing, they're reading the biographies of the people that, you know, people like Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. Bill Gates and everything. They're learning from their experiences, right? Right. So you never know who's sitting next to you, who can be the Bill Gates, uh, you know, or Steve Jobs for tomorrow. Right. You know. Yeah, I think we learn a lot from each other. We learn more from people who are in a similar situation than we do from those people that are already have achieved it because when he achieved what he achieved, it was a different world than it is today. And some of that isn't even transferable any longer, right? Absolutely. Building a computer company in the 80s is different than trying to launch a SaaS-based company in 2018. Absolutely. I mean, SaaS companies never existed before. Exactly. And now, and nobody knew that somebody is going to be advertising on Facebook and LinkedIn. Right. uh, You know, before that, now it is there. So it has changed completely. And I totally agree with you, Rick, that, you know, the people surrounding you, those who are doing running the similar kind of a businesses or having a similar kind of a problems, they can teach you a lot more than what you actually uh, start reading these biographies and um, uh, looking at the people, those who actually were successful about 10 or 20 or 30 years ago. Right. All right, Nick, final question for you. Uh, what's your core philosophy that you're using to lead and grow TeamNet? We call it the guiding principle here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. But could you share that with our audience? Oh, absolutely. I think that, you know, uh, my employees, you know, and my customers, they have to be very close to each other. We engage our customers on a TeamNet platform. You know, we not only, we are not using that platform to, um, you know, send a marketing material or anything. I just, you never receive any newsletter from TeamNet. But all you receive is you receive about fantastic information which helps our customers, mm. which we post on our business social as well, uh, because our customers are connected on that as well. So I believe that you know the uh, the simple way to grow your business is show to your customers what is right, mm. where they can make right decisions, rather than just keep sending them a newsletters about your company and telling them how great we right. are. Right, yeah, we're great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And my philosophy is simple. Keep the close connections with your employees. Keep mm-hmm. the close connections with your customers. If they are engaged, fantastic. Everything will grow in a natural way. So if someone would like to learn more about TeamNet, where would they go online, Nick, to find out more about your company? Um, 
Uh, it's a website called www.teamnit.com. Can we spell that? Yeah, it's a T-E-A-M-K-N-I-T. Okay. And, and the word uh, means that, you know, team and knit means knitting means um, bringing the teams together. Right. So this is how this name came out. Nice. You know, so it's a www.teamnit.com. Well, I wish you continued success as you continue to engage even more companies using your platform. I appreciate you coming in and sharing a little about your entrepreneurial story with me here today and with our audience. Thanks for being a friend of Critical Mass Radio Show and a part of our community. It's been great getting to know you, Nick. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Rick. And um, I really appreciate that you called me and, uh, um, and gave me the chance to share my experience and all the stories with your audiences. And they are fantastic audiences. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also, we'll thank our engineer, Paul Roberts. Couldn't do it without him. And our three producers, without whom I could not do this show, they are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me, let's do it on LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And if you'd, uh, you'd like to subscribe to the show, we have a newsletter. We can do that for you as well. But let's start on LinkedIn. Until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 